From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 395. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm fine and dandy, my friend. How are you? Good, good. I'm good, good. I'm uh, a little bit maybe finer and dandier than last week. Um, mm. Not that I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm always pretty fine and dandy, but, you know, last week, lots of things Somber. were up in the air. Yeah. Right, somber. You know, we got the retro fifty one news. We got um, involved in that news because it was affecting like our Kickstarter campaigns for our Panatic World Tour that we do every year, and it was just a weird week. So, while we don't have all the answers yet, I think we've got some pretty good answers in the span of a week to where we can at least announce some with some. I'd say definite, definite plans uh, to to move forward with our Kickstarter campaign. So after we talked last week about Retro 51, let's call it a retirement. Um, they're retiring this year by the summertime, it looked like. And that threw us for a loop because we were going to use uh, the Dallas Penn Show as our second show this year for the Penn Attic Show and make a Retro 51 and go visit them and do this whole thing. So with that being up in the air and this news happening and Retro 51 and my discussions continuing after last week's episode, we're doing a pen and we're going to Dallas. So how's that sound? Yeah, so basically take about 75% of the stuff that we said last week and ignore it now. I think basically mm-hmm. we just made some like decisions based on the news that, well, we're not going to be doing the pen now. Um, and we mm-hmm. wasn't sure about going to Dallas. And I think mm-hmm. you can understand, like, on the episode uh, last week, we when we were talking, it seemed like it was pretty possible that we would still do Dallas, right? Like, I feel like yes. we were pretty, pretty set I felt on that like one. That, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but now, not only are we committing to the Dallas Pen Show, we are also committing to a Retro 51. Potentially, I don't know, maybe the last Retro mm-hmm. 51. I don't know. So let's let's talk about that. So take what I say, these upcoming words about this pen, um, as not 100% fact, but we are officially committed to making a pen for Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. I am paying them money today to reserve our spot. They are willing to work with us on this project. Yep. It fits within their schedule and time frame. Like that was the thing we were worried about is like, oh, we missed our opportunity. If we had done this last year, you know, and had the pen ready, it didn't matter what they did, we'd have it done. But the problem as we discussed last year is mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, last week was okay, if we still do the pen, what does it represent? Right? So that was the change just in this past week. Where before we learned about the news from Retro, we were going to do, hey, fun, pen addict pen, and let's do that thing. And and now with the Retro news, is like, well, that just feels weird, right? So what we're going to do, and our working idea is, and it's pretty far along that I, I feel comfortable enough to saying about it, even though I don't have any design documents to share, um, despite having some like general basic sketches, is we're going to do a Retro 51 Tornado Rollerball. And we're going to put 51 of the top disc finial designs around the barrel Mm -hmm. to represent some of the coolest designs that Retro 51 has ever made. And I'm ecstatic at what this pen can be. Yeah, I have a name Um, for this pen, by the way. Okay. I have not shared with you. Uh, Okay. I don't know if anyone will accept it, but I would like to call it Celebration. Okay. 
I think they might already have one called that. Okay. So we just need to check. Okay. But I, otherwise, I'm down with that. I feel like they did a celebration pin, mm. but I could be thinking of something else. We could, we could, um, we could been... incorporate it somehow. Maybe we call it Celebration Plus Plus so that you could just, like, just <laughs> name spam it somehow. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. That would be so us if we did that. Um, but yeah, I've been going through the Retro 51 catalogs like for the past few days, trying to pick out finial designs and things like that. Um, and, you know, this is, um, you know, it's just going to be, a, like you say, it's going to be a celebration mm-hmm. of Retro 51, what they've meant to the pen community, what they've meant to us, um, what they've meant to us as a company, what they've meant to us as friends, as business partners. Um, and it's just been like a really good, positive relationship. And I want to you know, show that in a pen as opposed to before we were thinking, you know, maybe it would be something, you know, more related to like the podcast mm-hmm. and things like that and the pen addict and whatever. And that didn't feel right anymore. So now it's, I think we're on the right path. We are going to do this pen, the project, um, you know, I'm working on all the details for how we're going to set up the campaign now. So that's like my next task. Now that I feel confident we're going to dallas and confident we're doing a pin now my job is to present a kickstarter campaign yeah and so just that's to, the thing i'm to double down on. on the the design itself so i just want to make it clear for everybody every retro 51 as well as the design on the body the the finial which is so when you have the the knock area that you twist there's a little plastic like acrylic clear cap that goes on the very end of it and underneath is a design of some kind some of these are solid um, some of them are metal color, but most of them, especially all the like the acrylic body ones, they have a design of some kind. So if you have a Retro 51, you look at it and there'll be something there if it's not one of the like standard color ones. Um, and so basically what we're going to be doing is taking 51, well, 50 of the uh, actual reused finials that have mm-hmm. existed, the artwork for those, and we're going to be printing those on the body of the pen. And then the 51st finial will be the actual retro 51 the real logo, one which will sit on the top of the pen which i don't think they've used before so i'm gonna send you a link to put in the show notes yep. just to give a representation of what the pen might look like when i was going through the catalog they did a candy heart um pen several years ago it's called forever and you see how there's all the individual candy hearts all around the barrel so we'll do something along those lines yep yep that's a that's a yeah that is a good representation of what we're looking to achieve with this i mm-hmm. think with each heart will represent a design of a pen that we felt was popular or well known or beloved yeah um, i've already given brad uh, a list of my personal favorites from my own collection that will all, mm-hmm. i think will pretty much all be represented so that's great and then yeah and then like i might crowdsource a list you know i mm-hmm. might you know, I've got all the, like, I've been going through all the catalogs and I'm just going to, like, pull out some names of, like, some of the popular ones and then try to, j- I just want to make sure we have a good representation, not just, like, my eyeballs and your eyeballs, that mm-hmm. we have lots of things that we're seeing out there. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, we know there's so many that we didn't get, but it was important to us both that we have some of our own personal favorites. I mean, we have 50 to fill and my list was, like, 10. So, yeah, exactly. You know. Like, my list ended up being way shorter than I thought. I was like, oh, this will be no problem. I was like, wow. I barely came up with like 15. I mean, I can take my own personal list, tell you every single one of them will fill the pen, but like I just wanted right. to, to pick out some of the ones that mean something to me. Yep. Um, so that's the route that we're going down. I am really excited about this pen um, because I think it is like a really perfect thing 
to kind of encapsulate what Retro 51 was all about and also mm-hmm. to show why it meant something to us, right? Which was right, the designs. Right. Um, and it, it's like, it was just going to be this, this little piece of history to kind of commemorate a company that we love so much. So I'm really, really excited about this project. I think it'll be a good send off, mm-hmm. right? It'll be like our last hurrah. Um, I have a feeling it's going to go gangbusters. Like, I don't think there's any doubt that this will be our biggest like funds and most units of things that we've ever done just because of what it is. Um, so, you know, that's the thing I got to work on. I haven't, this might end up being an expensive pen just because of it's gotta be right. Right. There's going to be like the more colors you print on a thing, the more expensive it is. Well, we need to represent lots of different things. So I even told them, I was like, you know, I'm not, totally as concerned with the cost of this pen as I would be like if I was making one for the pen addict, right? Like yeah. I can manage that differently than I'm worried about managing this as a project. So yeah, it's going to be good. <clears throat> yeah. That's so, really great. Um, um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's that part of last week's discussion. The other part of last week's discussion um, isn't a very long discussion, but I wanted to bring it up because we keep getting asked. Oh boy, the, do we. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the big would retro 51 sell the company question. Not just and sell it, sell it to us. Well, sure. Sure. Yes. Um, sell it to us specifically. And I've talked to the owner just via email and in so many words, and without going through our conversation and I don't even have it pulled up. So I'm paraphrasing even what he says. He said, we're going to go forward with the plan that we laid out in the blog post. And to me, the plan laid out in the blog post, even though they left the crack in the door open for sale was retirement. I think Do that you that, read that any different way. No, I think that the crack, basically I think that the crack that they left in that, blog posts like the 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 the, uh, the door that's a little bit ajar is the idea that someone's going to come along with a check for 20 million dollars right and just right. be like here you go here's an offer i'll make you an offer you can't re- refuse kind of thing right i feel right. like and, and i totally understand that thinking and also just the idea of like until they 100% know everything they're not going to say anything you know what i mean like and you correct know, it doesn't seem they. like we want to do this, but we're not going to rule it out because who knows what the future might hold. It's one of those kinds of things. Right. So Would- it feels like it's, even though we are incredibly serious, it feels like it is not an option for me and Brad right now. Right. We don't have, we don't bring the blank check to the table. No. We bring like, we could work on it to put it together to the table. So every, we have gotten an enormous amount of, people like we could raise funds <laughs> like i'm not concerned yeah, i believe we that could we make couldn't. a competitive deal to carry on the company especially because like behind the scenes me and brad have worked on an actual offer that we would make like not financially mm-hmm. necessarily but like a, a an idea of how we feel we could keep the company going um but i don't think they particularly want to hear it right now yeah, so I here's the way I, I I have it mathed out in my head. I think there's probably a 1% chance they'd sell the company and a 1% of that 1% that they would sell it to us. Yeah. That's about where this is. 
So not like, because not, they don't believe in us, just because no, 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 it's we just, don't. They're just they're just done. We I, do not done. bring an enticing enough offer. No, and never will. Right? We just we bring a different offer. Right now, there is another question or another conversation, which is. I mean, I don't know if we should be talking about this. This is like one of those things that feels like a silly thing to talk about in public, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Me and Brad Pretty have now come to terms with the idea that we would buy this company, right? So like <laughs> th- there is an implicit thought in that, which is like, well, if we feel like we could do it with buying this company, then we're okay with the idea in general of me and Brad mm-hmm owning a pen company together that maybe fills a gap yes so like we've already de- decided that if retro 51 <laughs> said yes then we would buy their company and then make pens right we've, we've decided <laughs> that we would do that so there is now the idea of like well if as tony said in the chat room retro 52 uh, but like I'm, I'm laughing so much because yes, I am surprised you're bringing this up. I am <laughs> merely out the, stating. Out of the blue. <laughs> I am merely stating the idea that like it is just an interesting thought, right? That like if they said yes, we would do it and try and run this company, right? Like that's what we yeah. would do because otherwise, what would be the point? So there is an interesting thought in there, which is like, well, if you removed owning the Retro Fifty One brand from the equation there is still all of the other stuff. So I don't know, maybe that is something that we continue to explore a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But, but that is a different thing because that's, that's starting something from nothing. Well, not nothing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, so like that hadn't crossed my mind last week. And then we got off the call and we were done. And like 10 minutes later, Mike goes, I need to call you back. I'm like, Oh God, what did I do? Mm -mm. And, and that was his that was his pitch it was just in, in talking to adina i was like saying a lot of stuff and i was like well there is the other thought here which is even if they don't <laughs> me and brad have somehow make, convinced ourselves that we could run this company <laughs> we don't actually have to buy retro 51 to do that that is preferable that we could take that brand and the everything that is represented in that brand then create a company in our own image but really, then all we have is a name. We're still doing yeah. everything else. So yeah. maybe we could just come up with a different name <laughs> and still do everything else. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think the the most likely thing to come out of this conversation is a new podcast titled Delusional. Don't be so wild. We we've both we've both established successful physical product businesses at this point. Right? There is no there is no there is nothing stopping us except time. Nothing stopping us, Mike. We're gonna rule the stationary world. One company at a time. You'll yeah. you'll end up with four separate brands. Yeah, there might have to be some consolidation, right? Yeah. Maybe. That's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. But like, so just, just, <laughs> to, just to like, you know, look, I, I want to just like pull, I want to pull on this string a little bit more because what there is left with Retro 51 leaving the business is a pen company that produces multiple limited edition products every year 
of their own designs and working with other pen companies, right? Like mm-hmm. that is what is being left. And I, I just feel like there is a gap in the market because it seemed like Retro 51 was a successful business because we mm-hmm. spoke about this last time. Every pen that they did sold out. So if you are running your business properly, you should be successful. Yeah. So this is the thing. This is this is where the thought process is coming from. And this is a very different type of pen than the pen that you're already making, right? Like Oh god, yeah. It has a totally different design aesthetic to spoke because you would need to still create a base body which can have on it various designs right that you know that's kind of what retro 51 had right they had the base it's design. more of a it's more of a design delivery mechanism it is a vessel is a writing instrument yes it was a it was a vessel to deliver a great re- refill wrapped inside mm-hmm. various designs mm-hmm. and i i feel like we could do that but there's like a million questions um, yeah so and a million a other companies thinking the same thing and will beat us to the punch anyway so ah uh, but they're still not brad dowdy so i mean i i agree with that like i'm not discounting the fact that we have an audience but you know it's different that's a different game well it's it's an audience it's relationships with companies that want would want to make a pen with a various design on it that, right basically that's the thinking who knows if anything's going to come of it um we'll see yeah so to to wrap this up in a bow we're going to dallas we're making a pen i'll probably not have any details to show on the pen until we actually launch the campaign and i still even then i might have some very very raw image ideas but we'll have enough to uh for you to to look at and uh check out see if you decide you want to back it Mm -hmm. and um between now and when we launch that uh, which will be next month sometime um i'll be putting out some type of form to get your recommendations don't start sending me recommendations for what you want to see on the pen i want to be able to collect them in a spreadsheet so uh, just say keep keep your thoughts logged and noted and then i will provide an opportunity to send me all those thoughts and uh as we build this pen out so it's going to be great i'm pretty excited about this i actually that's probably selling it short i'm <clears throat> I'm thrilled about this. I'm very, very happy with that. This is going this way. Me too. All right. This episode is brought to you by Pen Chalet. They sell all of the best stuff that you're looking for. Whether you want a rollerball or a fountain pen, whether you want a pen holder, a refill, a bottle of ink, carrying case, it doesn't matter what you're looking for. Pen Chalet. They've got it. They have all of your favorite brands. They do great deals on those products too. Pen Chalet believe in giving you the best customer satisfaction, the best service possible, which is why they guarantee 100% satisfaction on their high-quality products. They sell internationally. They have great shipping rates, but if you're in the U.S. and you order over $50, your shipping will be free, which is fantastic. Uh, Pen Chalet are adding new styles of pens every month. They're also doing discounts all the time loads of discounts over at pen chalet they want to give you the best prices possible and they want to give even the better best best prices to pen chalet listeners to pen addict listeners as well listeners of pen chalet 
<laughs> to Pen Addict <laughs> listeners, go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password Pen Addict to get your hands on this week's special offer and to get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at any time over at Pen Chalet. So you can go there and you can look at what offers they have right now. But no matter what it is you want to buy, you want to go to that special area, you want to use the Pen Addict password because you will get the code that you need to save 10% at any time. Brad, is there anything that is uh, grabbing your attention? There's some uh, Viscontis on here, which are very good prices. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a few things. So one, Ron has included some of the the general um, free with purchase items at the top so there's some cool things you can get making certain purchases like extra ink cartridges extra ink bottles you know water bottles things like that with um some purchases like you know the estabrook uh steel water bottle which i have which is great you know get that with the purchase of any estabrooks um i noticed well i'm i have a question so there's it that i'm asking the listeners not you there's a pin in here the, uh, from paniter and I, I don't own a paniter but this avatar has like a crazy discounted price on it and i'm thinking maybe i should try one maybe that's a good one for me to try so y'all look at that one um tell me if you have one tell me if i need one and tell me i if have you've never ever heard of this pen company before so i've tried their higher end models this look is their entry level model and their higher level models have uh, like these weird flex nibs that are really nice that i like um and this one looks like the entry level model um on top of that pen chalet's color verse limited edition set that's just there has these two beautiful colors in it and it's on sale like the whole entire set's on sale for like really cheap i would totally buy that in a heartbeat so yeah that's pretty cool so there's some good stuff as usual so uh thanks to ron um guess what mike what i met ron at the philadelphia pin show no he's real he's real like ron that's the feels funny thing. like an almost ephemeral being to me yeah. So I say I met Ron. I know Ron already. I've met him in LA a couple of times. I'm one of the few people that knows what Ron looks like. So I can pick him out in a room and someone told me that he was there. So I went around and hunted him down and grabbed him. So uh, it was pretty great. He is uh, he is stealth mode Ron. And um, it's pretty fantastic. He, I talk he lo- to Ron. He loves it. Every two weeks. Like every two weeks I talk to him and I, I ask him what he wants to do for the show and stuff. So, yeah. I, and I've been talking to him. I've had an email conversation with him every two weeks for like the last three years or something. But I've never <laughs> met him. Never spoken to him either yep. on the phone or anything. Yep, yep. So he doesn't travel that much. Like he usually goes to LA because Penchalet is based out of Arizona. So that's a pretty close show for them to go. And he just happened to, you know, he he did uh Philly show like same day. Red Eye in the morning was flying out at night. And he's like, I love it. I can just walk around and no one knows who I am. And then like some of the, uh, you know, his distributors will like take him out to lunch or dinner or whatever. But uh, no one else knows who he is. It's pretty hilarious. We just we just stood in the middle of the room uh, just talking and, you know, no one knew him from Adam. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Very sneaky. All yeah. right. Go to penchalet.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password pen addict and get your hands on these deals. I thanks to penchalet for the support of this show and relay fm all right speaking of ron and some things he might have coming up platinum curios hype mike do you recall a pen this hyped in our little world like the let's let's be clear this is a different level of hype than at the new iphone or watch hype you know but like in our world the platinum curios is blowing up and um Mm -hmm. because people are are curious about the curios right like that's where we are 
That was all. That was terrible. Come on, don't you dare! That was amazing. Yeah, I will not accept that. Hashtag not a show title. So, um, <laughs> although that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a curiosity, right? And the more I see it, and the more now, like all the retailers have the pre-order pages up, right? It's coming soon. Like it's a few weeks out. Platinum has their product page up, right? The more I look at this pen, the more I think it's gonna work. Like it's gonna do well. Um, you know, that's always the interesting thing about like a really new, different product in, in the market. Like, is it just going to flop? Is it going to be as good as everything it's going to get compared to the funny thing about this pen and why I think it's going to do so well is it's at a spot where nothing can compare to it because of the price point and what it is, right? It's a retractable pen and it's going to be like $65 us. And there's no competition for well, it. Well, I mean, the retail is 80. Yeah, but all the MSR, it's MSRP is 80, and almost all retailers will sell 20% off the 80, so it should be 64. Is Why is that? <sighs> Fake magic, marketing magic. Right, 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 right. So later you can say it's 50% off MSRP, even though it's really only 30% less than what you're selling it for. Nobody whatever. ever bought the MSRP price anyway. Yeah, yeah, Maybe, yeah. Maybe I, physical stores. I don't know. It's probably one of the... It's just that traditional marketing thing that probably doesn't need to exist anymore in this time and space. Sure. So, anyway. Um, I'm pretty fascinated by this pen. I think it's going to do well. I know the companies will sell out of their first batches. I can almost guarantee it. I don't know how many they're getting over here it's going to be popular in japan right so how many is the u.s market going to get um yeah i'm just anxious i know i, I like i don't have one coming like i haven't asked anyone for like uh, uh you know siphon me one out the back room send it over here you know i'll just wait and uh and see you know just order one from someone when they come up available but uh i'm pretty excited um i wanted to talk about real quick uh, well a couple things but one I was scrolling through their product page, Mike, and you scroll about halfway down the page. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've gotten to the chart that you want to talk about. Do you see where about. I'm going? Yeah. <laughs> this is confusing, right? <laughs> so there's a chart that Platinum has shared, and it's pretty hilarious because the first time I read... I, I, I understand what they're saying now, but the first time I read it, I was like, what are you trying to tell me? So... It's a basic it's a basic chart where you have the left hand vertical column. What is this what do you call this kind of chart? Is this like an XY chart? I don't know. The, yeah, an XY. It's just like a yeah. it's like a line graph. Yeah. So the uh so the left side uh from bottom to top is zero to a hundred percent and that represents the ink level, right? And then the left to right is zero to twelve is elapsed time in months. So the Curidos ink level says over the 12 month span it'll go from 100% to 30% and their conventional fountain pen PGB 3000 I don't know what that is is that the preppy goes from 100% to 10% in 8 months <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> so it i was like mean, well it means nothing it, do it doesn't mean anything um i i was so confused and i think that just what they mean is like if you left this unused like that's how much ink's going to evaporate or something no like that's the best I, I can come from this because I you really... can't be using this pen huh. this isn't a usage thing because so you can't you can't measure someone's usage because we're we all use it different i think this is inked and unused but why why how would it long make it a will difference? last 
because platinum has all of that technology to keep the nib writing when you don't use the pen for a long time right that's how their slip and seal mechanism the preppy has it like you can keep the preppy inked and capped for like six months pick it up and write again i think that's what they're measuring here what because this is right it's it's nonsense which is i mean the whole point is it's is is it's pointless right it doesn't mean anything um but they're putting it right next to where the nib goes in when you retract the nib they have it right near that picture and it's saying how oh, well it's sealed off. Now I get it. Cuz so I'm they're thinking, saying, right, that it, like what are they talking about? Where's the ink going? But they don't mean the amount of ink inside of the pen. What they're saying is you could still pick this up and use it after that period of time, right? I because I believe so. That's why I had the the a huge problem with this chart. This is why exactly why I wanted this in here because you didn't get about it either. <laughs> The, the nib drying out. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. This part of the document, yes, where the chart is, it just keeps the nib from drying out to provide a smooth writing at any time. <laughs> so it's only going to be 30% smooth after 12 months? It doesn't make I, any sense. I, <laughs> actually, the more I think I understand it, the less I actually understand it. The most interesting These... thing on this page is the video that they have on the page because you can see the mechanism and like basically the the... It seems like there is this plastic like sheath which covers mm-hmm. the top of the pen because yes. people would wonder like how are they going to seal the the opening right where the where the right. nib could come out because the vanishing point does it with that really cool little flap right yeah, but it seems like, like they've created door. a me- the mechanism which effectively is close something is closing around like a plastic element is closing around the pen correct which is, all the which videos is nice. are all the videos are excellent. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them um, on this, but I, I mean, we're getting a lot of run out of this pen. It better be good. Um, even you, Mike, you're maybe going to like a special event for like a launch party for this pen. Yep. When is when is the last sixty five dollar pen that it's ever had its own launch party? I mean, Platinum I've never must gone think to a launch party. Right. I mean, usually that's like reserved for like the Mont Blanc, you know, pin of the year edition, right? Mm-hmm. Where you get all all dressed up in your tuxedos and champagnes and, uh, you know, you have the multi, multi thousand dollars of pins. Platinum's actually putting on shows at stationers. So this one's at, um, oh gosh, what's the name of the? Choosing Keeping. Uh, choosing Keeping. Thank you. I blanked out there for a second. And in, in London is having a launch party where yep. they're like, People from Platinum are going to be there, and they're showing like some vintage, uh, vintage Platinum pens with like crazy artwork and stuff. They're making a big deal out of this. Yeah, like they must be pretty happy with how this has turned out. Yep, I'm. I'm just as a quick point, I'll come back to that. I've sped that video down to like point two five to watch the mechanism. <laughs> uh-huh. and basically, it's like there's this little trap door that opens, and it comes out, and then the nib goes back in, and then like this door closes over the top of it. It's quite clever for the they've built mm. a clever mechanism. I'm starting to see why this thing costs eighty dollars now. Yeah, uh, I am oh, ignoring well, the whole twist thing for now because I feel like I really need to understand that when I try it. But yes, in uh, I believe I'll be able to talk about this in a couple of weeks because the event is not before next week's episode. But right. from what I can understand, um, they've they've said that like that people from uh, platinum are going to be bringing some pretty cool stuff to look at 
So I'm yeah. I'm really was, I am actually genuinely intrigued at this point to check out mm-hmm. the Curadas, and if they have them for sale, I'm probably going to buy one, right? Yeah, um, sure. But I'm I'm really keen to see the stuff that Platinum bring to this like roadshow they're going on. Exactly. Like I mean, they didn't do this for the Kumpu or any of their special edition launches or any of their, um, you know, other product launches. It's yeah. it's wild. I think it's pretty cool. They're clearly. They clearly believe they are onto something here. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm keen to see if they are right in that assumption. Yeah. It's the price point, man. It's what they're delivering for this price point. They're pretty excited about. So what are they going up against in this price bracket? Nothing. Like mm-hmm. They're going against, I mean, Kaveco pocket pins and Twisbees. The okay. next retractable pin is Oh, over no, twice I'm not talking about retractables. I yeah, just yeah, mean, yeah. like, what fountain pens are in their price range here, do you think? The the metal Kavecos yep. and Twisbees. The AL Twisbees? Yeah, the AL and yeah. the brass See, and steel is, and all those. This is the thing, right, that I keep coming back to, where I think that is going to be their struggle, is that this pen is plastic, and it will be going up against pens that are metal. And I think that that is going to be... A sticking point for some people if you are I not don't. i'm not talking about people that listen to this show sure right like i'm talking yeah. about the people that are walk who are slightly interested in fountain pens and are walking into these stores now there could be like the novelty of the retractableness of the fountain pen could be cool but if you don't know much about fountain pens and you saw this i don't know the answer to this would you th- would you realize why that is special if you put in a non-pin addict and set two pins next to them, the Twisby 580 and the Platinum Curidos, they're going to pick the 580 every time. This is what I'm thinking, right? So, like, this is where I'm, like, wondering how this is actually going to fare in the long term. I think that their short-term sales will be really good for this pen because enthusiasts will want to try it out because if it's if the nib is really good and the the whole their steel nibs are good yeah like i mean we know them to be good but I'd, i don't know if they're doing sure. something slightly different for this pen to ensure its long-term life as they <laughs> as they're so excited about but like and people are like interested in the mechanism so it would be like a cool thing to own but it's past that like initial launch is where i think we'll be telling for this pen like how how well is it actually gonna gonna last outside of japan because you know if you believe their marketing there seems to be a very particular desire for this pen in japan (laughs) true true it is highly specific in the american market i and the and the european market i am keen to see how this pen would fare past the initial launch because i in its price range i'm not sure if the average consumer will consider this a competitive purchase sure that's fair. I, I I don't disagree with that. The only thing I think about when I see this pen is is if it is successful, which I think it will be, is this just opens the door for more custom colors and, and styles and things for them to play around with in yeah. a different price point than they do with the thirty seven seventy six price point. And you uh, saw honestly, you see what they do to that. I would like to see a a solid acrylic, like a non demonstrator acrylic in this pen. Sure. I actually think it would make it look um more premium. I want to see the barrel to see if it could be an aluminum barrel yep. pinned down the line two years from now. That's twice of the price. 
because, you know, if it can deliver that same type of thing, it might be, that might not work with this pen because I haven't held one yet, but, um, I, I don't know. It's, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on how all the hardware attaches and things like that. Sure. But, uh, sure. I mean, you know, this works out well. The next thing we know is we have yellow, orange, sky blue, and purple transparent ones, right? That's next. And then we have, you know, different patterns and colors. I don't know. This is a, this is an interesting product to follow. I'm trying to rack my brain on what new product like this we have. Like we get our Lamy special editions every year that we always talk about, but that's like a one and done thing. This is a, a completely new product line and that doesn't happen that much in uh, this type of uh, product, I think. So I just cool. wanted that's to why go it gets me excited. Over one last thing from their page because it's just so funny, <laughs> right? It's like the last yeah. part, the history of the Noctite fountain pen. There sure. are three facts here which they are trying to relate to each other but are completely unrelated to each other, right? You ready? <laughs> okay, go. The first retractable pen, Platinum Noct, was announced in 1965. 2020 marks Platinum Pens 101 years since its establishment. The re-innovated retractable fountain pen Curidas inherits the foundation of spirit of 55-year-old Platinum Knock. Those are three completely unrelated things, right? It's misordered. I guess, but still, even putting them in the right order, like, there's no <laughs> point agree. There's no point saying 2020 is 101 years since like, the company's establishment, <laughs> because 101 right. means nothing. Like, it doesn't. It That's really feels thing. like to me with that kind of marketing <laughs> that they would have loved this to be available last year. Uh, would have made more sense. Um, that is very true. Now that you say that, That's because a good point. you know, because then the fifty-five-year-old platinum lock, that kind of that thing is pointless. It doesn't matter. It's fifty-five years. But if they could say like, right. oh. We first invented the Platinum Knock in 1965, and for our 100th year anniversary, we're introducing the re-innovation of that. You know, like, it's 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 kind of like a funny thing, where it's like, here are three facts mm-hmm. about the company. Which is like, those are great <laughs> facts on their own, but those three things do not marry together to make a story that is cohesive. No, and two of them are actually the same, essentially. Yes, just totally right. Two of them way. are the same, and one's random, yeah. unrelated. <laughs> 101. <All right. laughs> Last last thing this time, you scroll all the way to the bottom release uh-huh. date is February 28th, 2020. The way all the U.S. and worldwide companies are putting these out for pre-order, I'm imagining this is a worldwide release, not a Japan release, then um, um, oh, a few it months must later, be. It must U.S. Be. release. This looks like a, everyone has them up for pre-sale right now. Yeah, because you, otherwise you'd be looking at a multiple month pre-sale, which it doesn't seem mm-hmm. accurate. Right, right. So I'll hopefully be able to get one in Baltimore, Pencho. Mm-hmm. If they're even available, then they might be sold out. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's hit a few more things um, about new products. Um, not quite at the level of the Platinum Curidos, but to some people, it might be super important. And it's the Uniball One Gel Ink Pen. So, just like the Curidos fascinates me as being a new product item, a new type of product at a different price point that looks like it'll do well, this is what Uni's doing here is introducing a new ink technology, which they seem to be, they seem to do that more than any of the other big gel and ballpoint pen manufacturers like uh, Pilot and Pentel and Zebra. They mess around with their inks more, right? They've always had their gel inks and they've had their jet stream ink has been a different lineup and they've always been technologically advanced with security features or archival properties. And now they're making this one ink that's saying it's going to be a gel and it's going to be a super rich dark ink that 
dries fast, right? So they're taking what they already have and making it better. And they have all this, like, we'll put this paper in the in the show notes for you to check out if you're interested, even remotely interested in this. I'm really interested in this. Like, this is right up my alley. Um, uh, my friend, uh, uh, Blue Magister, uh, <laughs> sent me this link to the, the, to the product documentation when I tweeted out the original uh, press release. And, um, yeah, like, I'm excited about this. One, it's a new barrel shape, right? They've kind of leaned into this weird clip design. It's kind of a Lamy-ish clip design, I would say. On their pens, they did it with the um, recent Uniball Jetstream, the .28 one that I don't have yet uh, either. But I'll be trying to get that. I'll definitely want to try these out when they when they come out. It's a retractable pen. It's going to come in, what is this? I don't know, 20 colors or so. And it'll come in .38 millimeter, .5 millimeter. And the, this, is, this is what I do. Like, this is my favorite type of thing. Like, as much as we talk about all these fountain pens and crazy expensive stuff, um, I love just, like, your basic good quality gel pen, obviously. Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see, like, the comparisons that they make. I'm assuming they're comparing it to their current gel ink. And the difference is stark, and I'm a little bit curious at that oh, because they make a pretty good. We have another chart here, Brad, but unfortunately, it's an image, <laughs> so it's in Japanese, so I can't read it. But there's yeah, like there's two, a pie chart. There's well, there's, no, no, not the pie chart. There's like oh. a bar graph down below, and it's got like uh, this oh, arrow, I see it. right? There's some great charts in the in the uh, in the show notes today. You've got to go check out these articles. That I think it just has saying, a big arrow swoop to like yeah. avert your eyes to whatever the chart really means, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you think that could even be at the darkness know. level they it's, put like uh, 0. 0.1 0. 0.2 0. 0.3 and it's like oh it means it's more yeah so the 0.25 is the old version and the new one is 0.3 so it's 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 0. 0.5 darker i'm guessing what do you think <laughs> that's a moment <laughs> We'll have to figure that. Well, I'll get, I'll get, uh, I'll get my friend too, uh, Mr. Blue Magister, to translate that chart for me. But yeah. uh, I, I'm just interested in the, the their comparison pics, pictures are very stark, right? And they already make a nice dark black ink. All the companies that do this make nice dark inks, right? Platinum, Pentel, uh, I'm sorry, Pilot, Pentel, Uniball, and Zebra all make really good dark inks. Can we get? 0.5 darker we're gonna find out mike so how, re- related how black you know just how black yeah can it be the the king the thing that that threw me off about that is like okay if they're getting into this richness technology right whatever they're trying to do to make the colors richer and darker like there's no way it's gonna dry faster but then they talk specifically about it drying faster as well so we'll see hmm. we'll see and more resistant to thing. bleeding yeah okay. Which gel already is in general anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, that's its, one of its primary features is it's not going to feather or bleed unless the paper is just horrible. So, Well, maybe it's like the, the thicker paper resists. I don't know. Maybe it somehow resists. Oh, sorry, the thicker ink yeah. resists worse paper. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But again, like this is something that excites me just as much as the Curidas. Like th- these gel pen companies just don't do this, right? It's just kind of random. Yeah. Um. So... All right, last thing I want to talk about, and we've covered the OKB general election in the past, Mike. Do you know what that is, if I say it? 
out loud? Honestly, I have no memory of it, Brad. <laughs> so it's the OKB48, and I remember it from a few years ago. It's a, an annual ranking of Japan's favorite ball pens, uh, or ballpoint pens, and they don't mean it as ballpoint ink technology. They mean it as a ball-tipped pen, right? So it could be gel, uh, roller ball, Wait, ball explain point, that again. Like that. A ballpoint pen means two different things. There's ballpoint ink, which is your oil-based ink like you find in a Bic. Yeah. Or you have a ball tip pen, which is pretty much every pen that's a gel pen, a rollerball pen. There's a ball in the tip that rolls and applies the ink to the page. Okay, yeah. I've, I never think... That's how I always think of ballpoint. I don't think right. of ink. Right. Okay. I do think of ink, so that's why I always make sure to clarify because... If I say ballpoint, I mean ink technology. If I say gel, I mean ink technology. I don't mean ballpoint as... You don't mean a, rollable. Yeah. So... The, the bitch is in this list, one of those things. if you want to add more confusion into that. <laughs> no, the first one is a ballpoint pen. So the winner of this... So this is a three-month survey that this site does, and they've done it years for years. Um, and we've seen some cool stuff come through, and I know we've talked about it. I think the Zebra Sarasa clip won one year. So they ended up with the 48 favorite ballpoint pens from Japan. And the winner, could you have guessed the winner? Um, I don't even know that you know what this pen is. But if you had to guess, in Japan, so you like your your basic writing pen, ballpoint gel, anything pen. I know, I know you've looked at this, but would you have been able to have a guess to what that would have been? I don't think I would have no. picked the winner. I, no, I would have picked it no probably idea. in the top three. So the winner's just the the point seven millimeter Uniball Jetstream Sport, which is one of the greatest pens of all time. Um, that's the pen I recommended to Stephen Hackett that he uses all the time. It's yeah, a fantastic you, you pen. You should tell that him. Pen to a lot of people. Yeah, it's a great pen. It is. It's the canonical Jetstream to me. Right? They have more famous Jetstreams, but when I talk about a Jetstream, this is the one I always refer to as being the best, and it's number one. Um, the problem I have with this list is number two, Mike. What is that? I don't know what it is. Right, okay. <laughs> this is a problem for me. <laughs> this is a real problem for me. So I'm going to need someone to get in on number two. If anything, it looks like the Uniball RT1, which is number 10 on this list. But I don't think it is, and I genuinely do not know what number two on this list is. I even went back to last year's top 48. And it wasn't on the list. Like I couldn't find a comparable pen to try to. F I'm trying to figure out what this pen is. No clue. I genuinely do not know. Um. So yes, uh, listeners, please help me out with that. Why Number three, don't they say? Um, oh, actually, sorry, they do say it's written in Japanese, right? But yeah, like, yeah, and it's an image, so we can't translate it. Yeah, that's the problem. I wish they had. I a could text probably get. List. Well, I could get the the Google. Translate app and and aim it at it right or something like that. I mean, like I the can, phone app. You want me to do that while we're here? That'd be kind of funny. Oh, right? please, like, let's do. I mean, that's not going to work, is it? Like that's no, not going to work. Well, it has it has the text new in English right above it, so it's a little bit weird. Oh, I guess that means it's a new entrant, right? Yeah. So, like number two and number nine are new entrants, but I know what number nine is. I know what everything is on this page except that pen. So you want me to you want me to go to another couple ones while you pull it up, or you got it? You can, yeah, yeah. You should do that. <laughs> I'm still trying to work on this. Yeah. Zebra Bren. Okay, it's a zebra. Yeah, 
Okay. How do you spell the second part? B R E N. Okay. I mean, the rest of them, they're like, they're, they are translating correctly. Zebra Sarasa Clip, Pilot Juice. Zebra Blend, B L E N. Okay. It's, it's, it's an emulsion right ballpoint. So that's a, um, that's a Jetstream style ink. What did they call the last emulsion? I think the Zebra Emulsion. Oh, God. It had its specific name. This is a, um, I wonder if this is their red dot design winner um, pen design that never made it out. Okay, that's exactly what this is. That was cool. So, that was a good so, idea, wasn't it, to do the translate? Yeah. So this is the um, this is the ballpoint ink that's similar to the Jetstream. Very interesting. I have not used one of those. I've used their past. God, it's going to drive me crazy. Whatever the name was that they used for it was a it was a bad name that they used for their emulsion inks, um, and they were they were nice. They were really good. They just didn't stack up to the Jetstream. So I'd be interested to try out the blend. Okay, cool. Yay! I'm glad we did that. Um, number three, Zebra Sarasa Clip, which I believe has won this competition in past years, um, at least once. I, I don't know how many the years this Surari. Surari. Yeah. Thank Do you know you. how I found that out? How? This what little blog reviews? called penaddict.com. <laughs> it wasn't yours. It was uh, Amy was who contributed. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, good times. I, that was yeah, back they in stopped 2010, making them. though, Brad. This is 10 years uh, old, this article. Uh, they've had no one, one since then. I want to say okay. five years ago they had a different one. But it's been a while since they've had it. I'll say that. All right, so yeah, three, Zebra Sarasa Clip has won it before. Number four, the Pilot Juice Up, the retractable needlepoint Pilot Juice, which is great. The regular Pilot Juice isn't in the top 10. Uh, number five is the Pentel Energel. What's interesting about this one is they use like the, this was like an anniversary translucent barrel one, which Could is just killer looking. Could it be the Z Motion? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's what i'm thinking of thank you is that also on my blog uh no i just started okay. searching and that, yeah. that is a pen that is available uh now the zebra zeb motion yep that that's the one i'm thinking about i guess it's I knew. z motion right z motion right yeah that's terrible right yeah oh it's not available anymore the z motion yeah <laughs> it's z motion yeah that's the one that i did not care for the naming of yep, the emotion in the ocean mm. uh number six is the zebra sarasa dry which apparently that's a big deal in japan right that's what uni is coming out with this quick drying gel ink that's what uh, the zebra sarasa dry is number six on this number seven mike signo dx uniball signo dx one of the greatest pens ever made ever 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 uh number eight i don't know the exact model name but it's it's the fancy barrel jet stream um it's you know how they make like the executive jet stream barrels and some of these other gel pens have like the executive model metal barrel that's like 15 dollars. that's what that one is um number nine stream prime prime well that's that again that's what google translate is telling me I love that we did this. Yep. <laughs> uh, number nine is the uh, the friction ball knock, I think is what that one's called. It's probably the best friction pen. I'm surprised still. This is just, this goes to show you how these very unique pens are super popular in, in Japan. I have um, a point knock. Point knock. Okay. Sounds right. 
And then number 10 is the Uniball Signo RT1, which mm-hmm. is basically your retractable version of the DX. Um, so this is a killer top 10 list. Like, I, I love it. Um, I can't believe how well this uh, translating is doing, even the brand names. This is a surprise to me how good this is. So let me see if there's any other ones that I don't know what they are. Oh, maybe. I'm going to go back to that chart we were talking about earlier now. Oh, see yeah. if I can work out what that means. We have unearthed a new technology here on the Pen Addict. I love it. So I know we talked about the last release because I was surprised at the um, Lamy Safari rollerball made the top 10 last year this year it's down to number 12 like last year was like number five or something like that i found that to be just extremely strange but it also coincided with lami making a bigger push into japan so i thought that was interesting so yeah like the the next 20 it's all your pretty standard stuff the uniball air is in there um, one of the oto rollerballs is in there the doctor grip is in there um Intergel needle bunch of pens that i like and then we have, let's see, in the 21 to 30. Then you start getting into some random stuff. The Oto, gosh, I can't remember the name of this Oto that I like. It's really good. Memory uh, up. That's what <laughs> That's what the, up. That's what that chart is saying. The the uni chart of that new uni with the arrow? Yeah, the point 5 memory memory up. Oh, okay. So, I'm not still looking at this, but when I read the documentation, the science mic says that the darker the writing is, the better the your memory retention is. Yeah. No, the better your memory retention is. Oh. The the darker the markings okay. are. So this is you're gonna get 0.5 memory on this. On like your uh this is like an RPG. There is no labeling <laughs> to the axes. So like it just means that you're gonna go from 0.25 to 0.3 on your memory as compared right. to the conventional product. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. It's an well, RPG. That's really great. You've just we leveled, leveled up. up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we, okay, we need to keep this handy for all the Japanese products uh, we have. And I'll start doing it beforehand uh, if I think about it. I think that's a wrap today, Mike. I think I, I've had enough fun Uh even though we could have more fun with that, with, with the app and on these pen pages, but that chart was the best. That chart wins for 0.5 memory. Yeah. I'm so pleased we did that today. All right. If you want to find our show notes, you can go to relay.fm slash pen addict slash three, nine, five. Thanks so much to pen chalet for their support of this show. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time. If you want to find Brad's work in the meantime, go to penaddict.com. You can also go to knock.co to see Brad's wares and spoke pen, spoke design, Design. spoke design.com. Yep. One day I'm going to remember that one. It's the only one I can't remember. Brad is (laughs) penaddict on Instagram, dowdyism on Twitter. He streams live Tuesdays, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash penaddict. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Follow me there on Instagram. Uh, We'll be back next time. Till then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.